give you permission as if, uh, hmm, as if I have a magic wand and you have one because we all do. And may you like, it's like bloop, bloop. May you forever and ever be absolved of suffering through meditation or any practices where it feels like there's a should and a specific outcome goal. Okay. And may, may that be exchanged and may you absorb and welcome into your being full permission, full freedom to explore in meditation, to have meditation be about exploration, enjoyment, and enthusiasm, the three E's, okay? And if any are missing, it, think of it as like a sweater or a sneaker or a shoe that just doesn't quite fit. It may not fit for the time of day. It may not fit for your energies and rhythms of that time of day. It may not fit for your energy or rhythms of where you are in your cycle. Who knows? We're householders. Householder meaning not on the monastic path. And you, you have consciously chosen the path of engagement in life, engagement in the intimacies of relationships, of work, of passions, of activity, of action, the world of your senses. So remember, mindfulness is the enjoyment of the living moment via the senses, right? So for example, you're, you're sitting there for your meditation. You may experience yourself moving in and out of meditation and mindfulness. Mindfulness is petting the puppy, because your senses are engaged. You're filled with warmth and enjoyment and enthusiasm and exploration. It's nourishing. Petting the puppy, I've got my puppy right here. Right? When, I do, when I do mantra, I've got puppies, I'm flanked by puppy, right? And I've got a hand on each of them. So, so, these are all myths that translated through meditation techniques that were designed for the monastics that infiltrated the householder culture, yet they don't fit for most people. So we have imagery in our mind's eye of a very straight back. You must sit on the ground cross-legged, that that is the proper right position and posture. Now, some people love that. So great, that qualifies for enjoyment and enthusiasm and exploration. You love it, go for it. However, honestly, that position really is very uncomfortable and can sometimes cause harm to people's knees and hips. So please use chairs and walls to support your straight back if and only if you know you love a straight back. Explore the straight back meditation, explore Shavasana meditation, explore Shavasana meditation at 9 a.m. versus straight back at 5 p.m. Flip it. Do you see where I'm going with this? Like Instagram images of people sitting in samadhi by a waterfall and somehow you know they somehow took that picture themselves. I'm pretty darn tootin' sure 
that they 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 didn't self capture a moment of transcendence. Okay, so we've got so many images, and so many innocent myths that say things like meditation is so you'll stop the monkey mind. That's one of the worst sound bites that has come into the Western culture. It has us feel uh, shame about our, the, the busyness in our mind. Why do we have busy minds? Because we're householders with lots of commitments, engagements, and all the ways I, I, one of, one of my dear mentors, Lauren says, uh, one of the reasons the householders to-do list comes up in meditation This is so beautiful because our to-do list is how we love. Everything on your to-do list is usually something you've said yes to that you care about, right? And we have complex dances to orchestrate about our days. Of course, our to-do list comes up. It's like, how do we, it's like putting this puzzle together of, right, getting the kids up, getting breakfast made, lunches packed. Are they wearing clean clothes or do they they have to wear their Halloween costumes again to school? So the to-do list comes up because the mind wants to sort and organize so that you can relax. And when the to-do list is organized, there's a, just, there's a space that arises all on its own, a few moments of quietude, not because that's the goal, but because something is reconciled. There's just a gentleness. And then you'll have another thought. Then all of a sudden you'll start thinking about that, the shitty text exchange that you had with you and your ex last week, <laughs> right? Or how you're supposed to call Nana and you haven't, right? Or, and that'll come up. Why? Because we're seeking reconciliation and clarity and to see things through a new perception and lens and to connect to our open, warm hearts. That's why all that stuff comes up in meditation. And in the space between those moments in meditation, meditation happens. We, we can't make it happen. It just happens. And all of a sudden you'll have the thought, oh, where was I? Right? Think of your meditation as if a, you're looking at a cross section of an ocean. Okay? Let's give it three simple layers to the ocean, the cross section. Top layer is wavy. Middle layer is a little bit darker, a little more still than the wavy section. But, and there's still some movement, it's slower. And then there's the deepest part of the ocean, which is much darker, not totally still, almost still. In our meditation, think of ourselves as like a bobber that moves from the top layer, we drop down maybe into the middle layer, then maybe we find ourselves back, back up at the, top, at the wavy layers. And then all of a sudden, we may vanish into the depth just for a few seconds a wonderful way to enjoy your inner world, even with movement, um, is uh, like if you want to sit down for your meditation, highly recommend some kind of movement beforehand. And you may even notice if you go for a walk with or without your dog, that at the end of it, you're just, you have the natural instinct and impulse to want to just sit for a moment or two, but not because now I'm doing meditation. It's like the movement prepares you, right? There's that, those polarities, movement, stillness, movement, stillness. So it's not unusual that after movement of some sort, the, the, the balancer, 
that's instinctual and intuitive says, I just want to sit for a moment. Just let yourself. And don't, don't have any objective about what you're doing up here while you're sitting. Simply just be with the living moment. You can, you can take in all that's around you. You know, nature is such a great balancer, especially for, for um, householders engaged in the, in the, the depths of life. We're, we're all engaged in the depths of life in different ways. Nature is a wonderful place to then restore and replenish one's own cup of beauty and wonder and awe and the miraculous and impermanence and anywhere that nature takes you, whatever is the right medicine for you is what nature will offer you for your mind, for your heart and for your soul.